1: This is Rahul. Already. Today is September six. The time is about four thirty. The Indian NPC has been conducting Zoomer conference call from past eleven years. If we can please fill the Google sheet out, those people who fill the Google sheet out will get the uh, uh, promotion in asking the question. It make easy if you fill the Google sheet out, guys. Thank you.
2: Adi,
3: Adi. Hi, uh, my spouse. Uh, uh, last time we we consulted you, and uh, you suggested to raise a complaint with DOL uh, regarding her exp- um, on her ex employer and uh, we got a, uh, reply from, uh, reply got, got a reply from reply got a reply from that they can't take up the case because it's more than one year she resigned one year back oh. so and they suggested yeah. us, us to go with uh, attorney so want to check okay have
1: a have a consultation with us we will discuss about it okay Sure. If it's, okay. Sure. Yeah, you should uh, you should file that complaint before one year. After one year, yeah, that's going to become a problem. Uh,
3: yeah, just, okay. a week, just couple of months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: Thank uh, you. Uh, with you, with you, can I? Uh, yeah. A... Yeah. Yes, okay. you can. You can have a consultation with us. Okay.
2: Thank, Thank you. Yeah, we'll do that. Madhu. Uh, hi, Rahul sir. Um, so regarding my wife travel, it's question. Um, so she was uh, having a flight. Uh, Chennai to Dallas via Frankfurt. Um, So, yesterday she was denied at the port of, I mean, at the check in Chennai. Um, So, I think uh, they're not allowing on green card AP. Um, So, is there any way we can uh, um, rebook uh, with the additional fees? They can do it for different days.
1: Wait, Uh, who is not allowing her to board?
2: Uh, Lufthansa Airlines.
1: A book from uh, book from some other airlines then.
2: Oh, we already booked it's uh, around a two thousand dollars flight ticket.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: now uh, they are allowing to reschedule for different date. They are asking mm-hmm. to get a transit visa in Amsterdam and okay. Frankfurt.
1: Uh, Why would you go and get a transit visa? Just apply, get it from some other, uh, some other, uh, from uh, 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 from Euro, uh, from Middle East airlines.
2: Uh, no, they are not allowing to book rebook. Uh, they only allow again Frankfurt. Uh, that's the only flight they can
1: they are, You can you can just book a new ticket from from the other um, other things.
2: But we'll be losing two thousand dollars on this flight, right? So is there any way we can come through the same uh, Frankfurt? Um, I, I, I
1: that's that's a rule of Germany though. I uh, just.
2: Uh, they are asking for transit uh, visa uh, to allow that, that transit
1: I... visa is of german transit visa not us transit visa yeah you can
2: have
1: yeah, can... germany can have their own rules whatever they want to
2: right uh, for that uh, short layover i think they are asking for that uh, transit visa. i
1: understand but i don't know what uh, i don't know how to get over with that rules okay so because my
2: uh, different option I have. Uh, I have H1B stamping up to 25, 25 uh, but I came via AP only, uh, using AP Advanced parole. What about uh, your wife? Uh, she don't have H4 stamping, but uh, she has only AP. Uh, so
1: so why can't you just book from Emirates right now and come into the United States? Uh,
2: because I came using AP. Uh, she has to come so with AP only? She... or she
1: has advanced parole right now. For oh, you yeah. to get the German visa, transit visa, it's going to take about four to five weeks. Your wife has an EAD. If she works as an Uber driver, she can make that money. Get her on the on the on the on the Middle yeah, East yeah. airlines.
2: Yeah, yeah. And another option, uh, can I get her H uh, four stamping uh, so that uh, these surprises will not be there? Um, for another three years. That three surprises years.
1: will not be there if you travel through the Middle Eastern Airlines.
2: Okay. Um, for her to she...
1: get the H4 stamping, it will take <laughs> approximately around three months. She can come here, work as a Uber driver and make the money.
2: No, I got H1 stamping uh, in uh, three weeks, actually. Uh, I mean, it's okay. four months back.
1: So you spend. No,
2: it's spending... Years.
1: She makes that money in the Uber driving. If she comes here for for ten days, is right. Why do you want to delay her to coming to the United States? If you want to delay, why do you need my help, Madhu? Are you there, Madhu? Can admit? In- yeah, yeah. Okay. So stop. If- if you don't want your wife to come early, there is not, you know, why are you calling me? Uh,
2: no, um, no urgency, but uh, she can get the stamping. HCO well, stamping if you and...
1: don't want you to, for her to come, you can do any plans. If you want her to come, just book an mm-hmm. uh, m and she can come. Next person, please. Oh,
2: yeah, no. So, basically, one question, sir. Uh, so Because I came on AP, she can come on h 4 stamping once she get it?
1: Uh, well, they may... can come by AP why only? can't you get I can't help you, sir.
3: Renmish.
1: Uh Hello, uh, Rahul sir. Uh, so originally H four H four EAD was valid until laid off. Originally on H H1, one H one B H four EAD was laid off on nine two thousand twenty four laid off laid off on five to laid off on five eight filed H one to B two sounds good and compelling before sixty days new employer filed H one B pending and told me that I will have to go to H one B stamping. Oh yeah will my can my wife use h4 ead valid technically speaking of both of you are supposed to go outside the country and get the h1 and h4 stamping though uh, w- what about should. the h4 what what about the h4 ead sir if she comes back when is the h4 uh, h1 and h4 stamping expiring uh, stamping we haven't gone from the stamping yet but once we have the approval we will go for the stamping yeah just if he, if she gets a stamping and she comes back, she can start working immediately. Okay, thank you. Really appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Yeah, that's the reason we're a little bit reluctant. Oh wait 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 one minute though. Wait one minute, English. Mm-hmm. Okay, you uh, you filed you filed EAD and compelling circumstances EAD. <laughs> yeah yeah but the lawyer did not uh, file the change of status He's uh, i don't know for some reason she said uh, uh,
4: I, I was i was keep on telling her uh, that you know you should file uh, yeah
1: that because because you filed the compelling circumstances C we're not uh, we're not comfortable we're not comfortable. Okay. it's not a good idea to file b2n compelling circumstances C A D. if you filed only b2 it would have been much better then okay. she should have filed a uh, change of status if she filed comparing circumstances to CAD, I think so she did a right choice. Okay. Yeah, she, okay. she suggested me that I can uh, I can withdraw both of them once you come back. Uh, she yeah. said once you go out of, out of the country it will be nullified anyways. But once you come back, you better send them an uh, 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 a mail telling letting mm-hmm. them know that you know you you don't want to okay. use it. Sounds good then. So That's so a good she so once she comes back, she, she can, can start, start working immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Really appreciate it, sir. And as soon as she comes back, she can file an extension. And um, um, yeah, she can file an extension. And then she can use that 180-day rule. It's 540-days rule right now. But she can file that. Uh, she can use 180-day rule. OK? Yeah. Next person, please. And she can continue working even if the EAD expired. Ranvish. Uh, Abhi, thank, thank
3: you, sir. Hi, Rahul. I have posted my
1: uh, question. I'm currently the... an initial H-1B under employer. Recently, I've changed my project from client X to client Y, and working remotely. Both of my projects are remote and would like to know if I need to file an amendment. I'm assuming that when they file a H-1B with client X, they told that you will be working from your home, is it Right.
3: Uh, yes, the primary location was, uh, like, uh, there were two locations mentioned in LCA. One is the home address and uh, okay, uh, client okay. address.
1: Uh, did you already attended the visa interview or are you attending the visa yes.
0: interview?
3: Though? yeah, I have my uh, visa uh, for till 24. Um, so I'm on my H1 initial visa till 24. So, uh, so... did you
1: have the passport visa stamping already yes. done? Or are you planning yes. to do it? No, no, it's already done. Okay, Uh, so practically you don't need you don't need any amendment. My employer started. Do I need to do provide address of my LCA or any address, any address is fine. No, you you don't have to provide your LCA address in there. You're good. You have to provide your home address in there, and but you don't have to provide the LCA you know LCA address. You already said remotely. You just have to provide your home address for sure. Okay.
3: Okay. And uh, uh, I, I don't need to file any amendment uh, to travel no, to No, sir, India, you don't need it
1: right? You don't need okay. to. Okay. Next person, please.
3: Thank you.
4: Rami. Hey, hi, Rahul. Good evening. Hi. Go uh, ahead, hey, Rahul. Uh, so... 60-day grace uh-huh.
1: period ends on yes. nine thirty. Ended on 9th, August 20, 9th, Transfer petition filed on twenty-five. Petition approved starting validity of 25th September. Why yeah, did they so, put the starting validity offset end September?
4: That is the question. So my attorney, they are saying it could be a typo. They they intended date that was asked was eight twenty five August uh, eight twenty five, but uh, they contacted the premium processing center. They said like I got it. Plan,
1: so so
4: plan, know,
1: yes. what's okay? What's your question to me now?
4: So my question is, my employer they want me to start on that day. Uh, basically, initially they said like as soon as we receive. I got approval, the point. I e- got email like, oh, well, I can start yeah. now.
1: yeah. Even so. though it's a small technical violation that you are starting employing after sixty days,
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's not a major issue though. Whenever you move outside the country and come back, those kind of technical violations will be erased from your history.
4: Okay. Sure, Rahul.
1: so would I be very concerned about it? Would I take any action? Would I take any legal things? No, I would not do any of those things if I were you.
4: Sure, sure also, it is okay, I can join and 25th. Is that still okay in this case? Yeah, uh,
1: uh, yes, I if I were you, unless there is some correction, then I would do that.
4: So they contacted the USCS. Yes. I mean, I, I'm not you sure told you me that
1: all know. that you have a good yes, law sure. firm, you don't have to worry about it.
4: Sure, sure. Now, Let one them last question. Exactly in the email approval notification they had like both uh, U.S. Consular uh, Port of Entry like you know Hyderabad and they also has if applicable I ninety four it is a default thing or they are saying like if I, you I, don't I-
1: if you have the I ninety four number on it you can ignore anything what it says you're good
4: yeah thanks Rahul appreciate it
2: Navi
3: hi Rahul uh... My H-1B visa extension uh, got denied because uh, 10 years back I filed it using a master's degree and they denied it.
1: Stanford University? Stanford University, yeah. Stanford University, sorry, not Stanford University, yeah. Uh. So... uh,
3: Actually, like uh, they denied it in 2020. I went back and again came back now as a student. But I was, I'm think, I'm seeing.
1: Uh, ah, you huh? you got denied in 2020. You went back and you applied in the quota or non quota. You applied in? I
3: applied it in this this year, but it did not get picked. So I was. So the wanted... answer to
1: my question is that you did not apply it in the quota.
3: I applied no. it in the master's quota in 2010,
1: and but they are denying. Right it. now, you did not apply in the quota.
3: Right now, I applied in general quota. I did not get picked up.
1: So, answer to my question: the case that got denied, Naveen, was it denied under the quota, non quota? It was a non quota. Is that right?
3: No, no, no. Mm-hmm. See, basically, uh, my H1 got approved. Naveen.
1: You said to me that your H-1B that you filed right now, which is a change of status from F-1 to H-1B, got
3: denied. My H-1 Uh. H1 extension got denied.
1: You Uh, said you came uh, back on F-1 visa, sizer, right?
3: After it got denied, my lawyer said I had to leave. So I left in 2020 and again i am coming back now uh, three months back i just came back here i okay. just want to yeah I, that is
1: considered as change of status it's not considered as extension anyway the change of status got denied because you did not apply it in the quota you have to apply in quota no, no, no,
3: no. Uh, rahul uh, you are getting confused my extension i filed it in 2020 i came to us first in 2010 i lived for 10 years uh, my six years H1 was also over. I also got my I 140 approved. I 140 also got approved. I got multiple H1s. But in 2020, they uh, it was my third extension, and which that got denied. That they denied. And they are referring it to the quota that I so used. So right, I got it right
1: now. You are an F1 visa? Yes. Okay. So you have to apply in the lottery right now, Naveen.
3: So I was thinking, is there any way I can put any litigation or anything for this? No, you can't.
1: You can't. Technically, you did a mistake by filing the master's quota. That's your mistake, though. Even though they approved it in 2010, they approved again in 2013, approved in 2016, and extended again in 2000. Until 2020, it was your mistake to apply in the master's quota. So I don't see a point in going for litigation. Okay. Okay. Okay then. Thanks. Sorry about the confusion. I thought you got the change of status from H F one to H1 denied. But, but either way, you have to file in the quota, sir. Next
4: person. Okay. please. Okay. Hey, thank you. Hey, uh, hi, Rahul, good afternoon. Quick question. I mean, I have a couple of them. H4, uh, H4... a
1: allowed via premium processing. No, if I change employer after 180 days after getting EB1, the I1 part, can I file? AOSAP with new employer when the priority date is current. Uh, will the EB1 is it an EB1A, EB1B, or EB1C?
4: EB1C, uh, a multinational manager.
1: You didn't file the four hundred and eighty five application right now, is that right? No, I That's just in?
4: got the approval.
1: So, yeah, not yet, not yet, because I just got What, is your, of, what is your priority date? Uh, 30th June 2023. If you change the employer after 180 days, you cannot file the 485 application. Then the priority date becomes current. I'll have to again go through I-140, right? Yes. And most probably probably 99% of the time, you will not be eligible for EB1C unless you go outside the country and work for that company again. Ah, okay. So unless it's an absolute necessity for you though, an mm-hmm. absolute necessity i would not change the company right now under any circumstances
4: okay makes sense makes sense absolutely thank Don't you so
1: much it,
3: okay next yeah, person sure. Ram? hi rahul uh, i had a quick question um can we make uh, day trades on a, on an h1b visa with stock trading and options trading yes you can okay i was i was i was checking <laughs> with a few lawyers and they were like you know it, if it interferes with the h1b work why would it interfere with church when b work? That Yeah, that was my question. I mean, I don't spend all day on it. I spend maybe a few minutes, <coughs> maybe less than half an hour a day. So that should be okay. I know, right? I, know,
1: I know what day trading is. I can tell you one thing. I got insolvent doing day trading. I'm not going to advise you on the day trading. But as far as the immigration lawyer, if I have to advise you, can you do day trading? Is it legal? Absolutely, it's legal. Okay, yeah. And your thank name you are so now I'm aware of it, okay? No yes, problem. thank you. Tudir. Hi Rahul. good afternoon.
5: I think I put my question if you wanna take a quick uh, second to read.
1: One second. Regarding B2 for parents, parents came in V1 from September and were denied entry on. A previous travel in 2020 were overstayed by 1.5 months and you say approved extension of a further welcome the cpp office granted 30 days entry how do you so they they were allowed into country right now right now
5: they were allowed after giving them the extension forms and everything uh, over email. They were not physically carrying them, but they had it over email. So once they were pulled out to the site, they showed it, then they gave a 30 day entry. But the question is how to circumvent the future. Um, because I know it's going to keep coming back again and again. And what is the current options that we can take?
1: Um, because
5: they came for a newborn child. So we we don't need their help so how do how do we make them come back again you can you can, can we, file
1: the b2 extension though but we strongly recommend under these circumstances not to file the b2 extension either. because I, otherwise yeah, their entry okay. next time will be a problem exactly they
5: literally questioned the last time even quoting why we overstayed said we have uh, approval already from uscis and said it's a COVID, my parents had COVID, they still didn't consider saying 2021 is non-COVID year for the U.S., though the rest of the other countries had different protocols. So,
1: Yeah, can, if, can you, they ap- they if you apply for the extension right now, you are just telling the, your parents that they can never, ever come back into the United States.
5: Yeah, so I, I'm going to remove that option then if you say so. What yeah. about the other
1: two options that I asked?
5: going to mexico going to is Mexi- out
1: going to mexico right is out. mexico is out out going to cbp office enter. i won't i won't do
5: that i'm not going to cbp office let's go on a mexico trip and enter back again as a normal no, mexico
1: mexico is not a good option they may be detained okay. and put in the in the custody for 3 or 2 or 3 days and sent back you don't want to take that chance okay
5: not, in, not over
1: the border. I'm talking about the over the air. You Go told to me. You told me. Like you t- you told me that. You told me that. Okay. 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 Next person. Okay, then the last option. Then the last option
5: going back and coming back. Going back to the home going country back, and come back. But
1: I, I want them to stay at least three to four months before they can come back. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Next person, Thanks. please. Ranga. Hey, uh, I posted my question in
3: that Google.
1: Sure, my wife H2D expired on 7 28, 2023, and applied H4 extension four before H4 got approved. So, okay, sounds good, but till today we didn't receive the H4 approval copy. Honestly, it is showing it's approved, I received the H1B approval. H1B extension is still pending, yearly uh, extension is pending. My question is will it allow to work? I, you know, Mr. Ranga. I would, have, if the employer is willing to take her, I would be. I would tell her to work. Though, did you call okay. the USCIS office? Why it's not delivered yeah, yeah. until now?
3: So I think in between, right, we relocated. That's where, right? I think it got lost. So I, I did uh, open yeah. a case with if, USCIS. If the
1: employer is willing to take her, I would employ. I would tell her to work. Okay, but so the legally she can work, right, Rahul? I don't see a problem with it. Okay, but for I nine, so would she be able to? I'm uh, I'm not going to answer about the I nine issue, sir. Okay, okay. That's the reason I said if the employer I- is willing to take, I'll make her work. Okay, yeah, I think
3: she already got, so she joins. So I just wanted to make sure, right? Okay, so she's legally sounds good then.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. We got a nice employer there. Thank you,
2: Vishal.
4: Yeah. Hey, hey I'll, um so I'm on a
3: 485.
1: Pending. H1B is um, valid until December. I want to switch job. What kind of employer I need? I've opened a company with my wife's. Can I join her company? Vishwan, uh, there are some small risks involved in it when you are working for your wife's company, though. So there are certain okay. strategies though, are you, you know, if you really are making a lot of money, you think so that it's going to make about 20 to 30 percent difference in your income if you work for your wife's company, I would do that. I would also be in touch with Vishal, with some other consulting companies, because at a later date, when there is an RFE or there is an interview, though. I mm-hmm. would still want you to move to that company and respond to that uh, RFP at that point of time. The reason is that right now, let's say your wife's company is called ABC Inc. Previously, you were working for Pepsi. Now you would say you're working for ABC Inc. When you mm-hmm. respond to the RFP, you'll be working with XYZ company. Mm-hmm. Okay, So you can always respond to the XYZ company. So unless you're making about 20 to 30% more profit than what you're doing, I would not move to your wife's company. That's one thing. There's another thing why I would move to your wife's company, Vishal. If you don't have okay. any job, none so at all, okay, and the only job that will be given is your wife's company, I will move to your wife's company for sure. Okay. So if I have an option, I should go to a consulting rather than going to my That would be much better. Okay. Got it. Cool. Thank you so much, I Appreciate it. Because is, is it illegal? No, self-employment is completely legal in the United States. On the adjustment of status of EAD, it's completely legal. Mm-hmm. But we we have to explain these things to the USCS official. That's the main problem that we get into. Okay? Yeah, I think my uh, EAD was approved in August 2020,
4: 2022. So okay. uh, since then we have it. Um, I was just waiting for some time. That's <laughs> um, Okay. Then. But yeah, I, I, I take your advice. Thank you so much, Raul.
2: Ali? Ali Mohammed.
6: Hey. Hi, Raul. Um,
2: I just wanted to check if it would be better to get my stamping done in Canada or in India. My H1 starts yeah, yeah, yeah. this October.
1: Well, that's fine. Either way, it's fine you can either go to Canada or you can go to uh, to India. Either way, it's fine. If they give an okay. appointment in Canada, you can go to Canada.
2: Okay. So there wouldn't be any downsides to like going in Canada and getting it approved? No, there's
1: of... no downside.
2: Okay. Sounds good. Thank you.
6: Joe?
1: Hello? Hi, Joe, you're saying that your wife got a conditional green card. We have to get the, our marriage license renewed uh, and divorced under non maiden name. Sorry, what do you want to get it
6: renewed now, Joe? Uh, so we want to update our marriage license because of uh, some complicated process we have to take care of in our home country. Uh, and uh, I'm a U.S. citizen and my wife is a uh, uh, got the green card through marriage. She's a non-citizen. And uh, I'm wondering if it's okay to get a divorce in the state we got married, and then get our license renewed in another state uh, with her with her non maiden name, that will fulfill uh, that um, process she's undergoing in her in her home country. Um, but with uh, that, I don't the,
1: understand that process though.
6: Uh, the process has to do with patrimony and how uh, properties are transferred through. Uh, it's yeah, it's complicated. But um, our main goal is to yeah, get... yeah,
1: it's uh, it's no, that's uh, that's definitely not a good idea. Okay. It's better that she what she can do is. Um, I, I I don't know what the loss of that country is, you know. If you want to do all the drama and let her get the citizenship and do that drama. Okay, okay. you see my point? Get this thing over, get the citizenship, and then let her do the drama of divorce and getting married for whatever the property requirements that she needs to get it done in her
6: own country, okay? Okay, so you think it would violate her temporary green card condition and uh, her uh, right. uh, ability right. to renew that green card? Right, right absolutely that is right absolutely that is right okay okay got it okay Thank you. next question, please
3: Rashaan? uh hi Rahul uh, can you see the question i posted
1: yes i've applied for extension in june my family is in india what is the best way to get them back what extension did you apply
3: uh h1b uh, seventh year extension
1: why can't you just convert into premium processing
3: uh Yes, actually, we are planning to do that one. But uh, I think my company is not allowing to go with premium processing. So that's why I'm good, waiting. It's for
1: definitely not a good idea to get them on the tourist visa. Because tourist visa is only to enter United States on a temporary purpose in United States. Okay? okay. Not for her to stay in okay. this country forever. So, uh, so I need to
3: wait until it
1: gets approved? Yeah, under, yeah that's right.
3: So approximately how much time it will take for <clears throat> uh, extension to... Anywhere any between
1: five, four months to eight months.
3: Okay.
1: Okay. Thank you. I'll take yeah, the last caller you. today. Okay.
2: Hi,
7: Raghu. Um, so I, I, let me quickly summarize. I posted my uh, question.
1: Before, before you speak, Ashut, Um, For the people, if you have any, uh, you, you guys can make an appointment with me at any point of time. My colleague will link. My appointment schedule is available online you can schedule any time you want to and speak with me for half an hour. Go ahead, Akshay.
7: Yeah, thank you. I, I've written a little brief about it. Uh, I'm not sure whether you got the time. No, I'm I not. didn't get
1: your... I, if it's very long, my colleague will not put go, it out there. Go, but go, go
7: ahead.
1: I'll, so I'm in an L1A visa and my employer filed a
7: GC <laughs> in the last October 2022, 20, uh, 28 as a data project and got my I-140 approved um, by uh, 9th February. So... We filed everything on concurrent and then 485 also currently say that the status is recently updated on June 30th. This case remains pending, waiting for visa number. And EAD got approved on sometime in July Mm 28th. What happened was my employer has revoked, submitted withdrawal on I 140 because I just changed the project within the organization, one business unit to another business unit. Question here did, is, did
1: he what, did he withdraw the I-140 after 180 days or before 180 days? So, ninth the
7: the action date on the I-140 has taken us seventh to July, which is after 180 days.
1: Okay, go ahead.
7: So, uh, should I consider the action taken by USCAC, the revoked date? No, since- no, so,
1: no. On but, the date the company submitted the uh, I-140 withdrawal.
7: That that must be mid of mid of May, which is around the uh, sixteenth or eighteenth time that I'm sure. No,
1: sir. You didn't answer my question. Is it after you file the four eight five? Is it within hundred and eighty days or after hundred and eighty days?
7: I would say after 180 days because like May 9th, I would be reaching uh, May 8th, I would be reaching my 180 days, eighty eighty days. So they so
1: filed you, after, they filed the withdrawal after May 9th or before May 9th? After May 9th. OK, so the answer to the question is after 180 days, they withdrew it, OK? Correct.
7: So my question is like, what is expected in the 480B process? Am I expected to receive a, a NOID or RFE when I reach There
1: the is a, ch- there, is a ch- there is a chance there. I don't know why they withdraw the I-140 particular. They shouldn't have withdrawn it. I don't know what kind of company it is. The law firm is to withdraw the I-140 though. Um, but yeah, you may issue, they may issue an RFP or notice of interest to deny at that point of time, you, uh, you, uh, uh, at that point of time, you can, at that point of time, you can renew, uh, uh, you can respond to that RFP. So, in a the,
7: in the response like 485J is required from the employer or they have to file a new in 40, that was my person. The
1: no, they don't okay. have to refile it. They don't have to refile it. Because okay. it's more than 180 days after you file the 485 application, you're good. I don't see any problem. Yeah,
7: but doesn't matter even though the the I-140 status has revoked. That is not an issue, right?
1: It is an issue. That's the reason why you may get a notice of uh, RFP or a notice of intent to deny. But will it okay. cause any problem? Will you get a denial based on that? No, I'm not expecting that. Okay. Okay, but,
7: but I, we also expect a uh,
1: 485 denial also, sir. I will be very surprised. I don't think so. I will be expecting a denial. Okay. So, okay. In, this situation, allowed,
7: in this situation, am I allowed to change the employer?
1: You can change the employer, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for coming. The next uh, uh, Zoom call will be tomorrow at 11.30.